Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, and friend of the pod and our boss, technically, Jacob, <laughs> from the Music City Drive-In website. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Um, how are you two doing? I'm peachy. I, I want to know when we're getting a trap remix of our little intro. Like, it's all along. <laughs> I saw that today. Devin showed it to me. I was like, this is literally it's the amazing. Best thing. It's only Monday. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing uh, the latest Apple uh, TV Plus film, Cherry. But before we begin today's review, we'd like to thank Apple for allowing us to watch and review this film. And you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. Excuse the train in the background. That's all good. I'll try to edit it out. If not, oh well. Um, so, um, you can, you can make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at film optics. That is optics with an X for all of our latest announcements. So I think for this one, of course, we're going to keep it completely, you know, PG, no, uh, spoilers or whatnot. Cause I believe this doesn't hit, um, Apple TV until, uh, March 12th, I believe. So that's always a fun time, but, um, yeah, wait, what's up? Yeah, I was just confirming. Uh, oh, no. Mine says February 26th. Is it 26th? IMDb said March 12th. I thought yeah, it, I think, it might have a theater release. Or is that the embargo day? No, the embargo is the 25th. Oh, okay. Well, it's not. So okay. I think, I think, and I, okay, so quick, like, not spoiler, but quick, like, shoot ahead. I think because people aren't really liking it, they <laughs> moved the embargo date to literally the day before. Oh, um, okay, okay. But I was always under the impression that it was like soon that it was coming out. IMDb shows March twelfth, but yeah, that yeah, that's where I pulled releases. it from. But I'm not entirely sure. But I mean, it is what it is. Like okay, yeah. So it's it's the it's theaters February twenty sixth, and then uh, Apple TV March twelfth. Okay, okay. So okay. in reality, it's March twelfth because I don't know. If yes, for most people. <laughs> for most people. Okay. Got people right. waiting in line to see Cherry in theaters. Oh, oh Lord. Big event. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, it's, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> but let me read the synopsis here, and then we'll kind of get into our uh, quick thoughts about it and just our overall uh, experience with this, um, this movie. So uh, the synopsis reads, um, an army medic suffering from a post-traumatic stress disorder becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs puts him in debt. This is directed by the Russo bros, uh, Anthony and Joe Russo, writers uh, Angela Russo, Ocelot, Ostot, I think. Uh, yeah, Ostotter. Ostotter and Jessica Goldberg and stars Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself, Jack Raynor and Sierra Bravo. And yeah, coming to theaters February 26th, like you said, and then March 12th on Apple TV Plus. So I wanted to get your th guys original, you're, you're just like overall thoughts about this. We're kind of just going to dive into it. I guess I'll let uh, Jacob, our uh, boss, go first so he doesn't <laughs> kick us off the network. <laughs> um, so I, I guess the biggest overall thought I have with this movie is basically it's disappointing. And that's because there was so much that I could find like in so different in so many different places that I really, really loved. And then it would just go straight back to being 
just a jumbled like mess. So I guess like my overarching like thought about the whole thing is, you know, I really, really liked a lot of it, but it was so disappointing to see something like this just go completely wasted. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I agree with you. I'll, I'll get into sure. more. I'll get yeah. into more in a little bit, but yeah, okay. that's, that's kind of like my overarching like thought of the whole thing. All right. Devin, what about you? Yeah, I'll have to agree with you there. I was, I wanted to like it a lot. Like I was pumped for it. It's got the perfect combination. You got Tom Holland and the Russo brothers shooting a movie in Cleveland. Like, mm-hmm. so it's got a lot going for it, but and the, at the end of the day, it just, it's trying to be a lot of things, but it's, it's not great at any of them. So that's where it kind of falls apart because it is, it's good at parts, but it just doesn't, doesn't have any greatness in any of the aspects of it. All right. Yeah. I, um, for, for initial thoughts, I was, I was kind of excited for this movie. Like I really enjoyed like the first like 30 to 40 minutes and I know a lot of people did not. And I was just like, I was into it. You know, it, mm-hmm. I, I like stories that, you know, p- people like, especially like casual movie fans, they like stories about someone's like life. Like that's why I feel like a lot of people like, um, oh my gosh. Um, Forrest Gump so much. I mean, I do. I know Jacob doesn't, but <laughs> it's all good. But um, it's you know, I, I think that's what really draw that. I think that's what's going to really draw people. Uh, classic slice of life type. Yeah, type movie. yeah. Like, in I I have mixed. I, I was mixed about it because there are parts I really really liked, because I I think Tom Holland was definitely the best part of this entire. Um, th- this entire film. And that's it, one other issue I had was it's Tom Holland and then. What else? Um, yeah, I mean, see, uh, his uh, his girlfriend. Well, is that Sierra? Yeah, Sierra. Sierra yeah. yeah, she was pretty good too. I liked her. She was all right. I like Jack Rayner too, but his role oh, was yeah. pretty. I small. I really I really like Sierra's character more that she's like doing something so different than what at least I've seen her in. Because the last thing I saw her in was uh was Big Time Rush on Nickelodeon, <laughs> where she was like the younger sister. Oh my life! And then she just pops up in this movie, and she's like. I'm like, wow, she's like actually trying to act, which I think I was more like, I more like respected her performance rather than was like impressed with what she actually brought. Like, I'm glad she's like maturing into something like this. Yeah. Yeah. I I think what I really liked about Tom Holland, I mean, you know, we, we've, we've seen it with, um, God, he was in that Netflix movie. What was it called? Um, Devil All the Time. Devil All the Time. Like, I, I mm-hmm. thought he did a really good job. Uh, to be completely honest, he also had a lot to work off of in that movie. He had Robert Pattinson and and other actors work off on there. That's yeah. why it kind of might have worked a little better. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the and um, I'm just thinking about the ending. I'm sorry, like the very ending with the uh, I, I won't get into it, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was. Like, the first 30, 40 minutes were good, and then it kind of just, I mean, it kind of went back and forth. I mean, it. Well, what I really liked about this film is that it, it shows how, as a society, no, <laughs> as, um, well, like, in, in American society, you know, uh, it, it is common to have, there are a lot of veterans out there that, that are on the street, and the system has failed them in a way. And I, I really think that this kind of comes to pass because, you know, he, he kind of just, 
you know, he, he goes to war, as, as we see in the trailer. You know, I'm not going into actual spoilers, but, you know, comes back and it's kind of just everything just happens all at once. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really get the help that he needs. And we kind of see that throughout the movie. The people that he encounters kind of like shrug him off and he kind of just goes in like not descent into madness, but he just spirals out of control and he and he's just I don't he's he's lost. Like quite frankly, it's it's like he had nothing else better to do with his life, and he just kind of you know took the first thing that came along, and this is what happened. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a lot of um, a lot of his character was based around kind of like impulse decisions. I mean, even going to war was an impulse decision for him. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, to go back on Tom Holland, I thought Tom Holland was great. Um, I like that's another like thing that just disappointed me so much is that I think he gave like a really great performance. I'm not going to, you know, we're not doing spoilers, but like the hospital um, right before the end uh, out on the street, like even uh, even when he was talking to his girlfriend um, on base, it was like those moments just like like struck through me. And I was like, wow, this is such a good actor but this movie is so jumbled and so just out of place that it just felt, it felt so wrong that he was like giving such a good performance in this mm. kind of movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like he had so much going, these, that free flowing kind of spirit kind of just like oozed out of him. And that's something, a lot of it, you know, he's trying to get away from the Spider-Man. You can still see a lot of that kind of like Spider-Man type of like kid in him but again just like Sierra Bravo I'm glad that he's kind of stepping out into these more like mature roles yeah it's yeah. kind of crazy how young they both look but that, that also <laughs> works for them because that combination they don't look strange together like they yeah. both look like they're 15 yeah <laughs> well fun, I mean funny enough they both look 15 but they're both older than me so <laughs> that crazy. is very very true yeah. And, and Maisie Williams. Well, she's the same age as you, I think. Or maybe. No, she's a few months older. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think we were, mm-hmm. Devin and I were talking about it one of, on one of our other shows that, like, no, I, I think I was talking to uh, Leo and Zach about it when we did our uh, Princess Mononoke review. It was, it's just crazy sometimes you see celebrities, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, FYI, there are celebrities out there that are the same age as you, but, mm-hmm. like, you never. You just think that they're just some unknown age, and it's like you never. You know, they're people too. But it, it is what it is. But I wanted to kind of talk about the the runtime of this film. What did you, what did you guys think about that? Because I think it clocks in around like two and a half hours. Funny. It was yeah. just as long as Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and I was like, well, at least this had more substance than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. If anything, maybe, maybe too much substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and substance abuse. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, but I mean the the runtime is something that kind of like I thought it was like I said the first 30 40 minutes I thought were paced like really really well like I was sunk into it next thing I knew like an hour kind of flown by. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the last scene was not needed. But mm-hmm. it was kind of nice of what happens at like the very end if you guys know what I'm talking about cuz I mm-hmm. didn't no, that was going to happen. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice little surprise. But, yeah, that last scene, it felt like it took, like, 20 freaking minutes. I think it did take 20 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, did this really need to be here? Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to end 
you know, on the scene right before that. And then it, and it's like, no, we're going to keep going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, see, one thing, this is where I think the Russos have kind of putting themselves in a hole because they're so used to, they're so used to the MCU. They're mm. so used to longer movies. And I feel like in the MCU, everything has to be explained. You have to have Easter eggs on exposition, on explanation to where you kind of have to throw it all out there where that's my like biggest gripe with this whole movie is I wish there was a little more ambiguity. Um, Cause you know, like one of the last scenes where Tom Holland is on the, is on the street. I wish personally that that would have been the end of the movie. Yeah. And then yeah. I agree. After that, it has like, it has the subtitles overhead where it kind of like explains everything at the mm-hmm. end. But I think that's one whole thing to where it's like, they didn't, they didn't leave anything up to the audience. They kind of just was like, okay, like we're going to explain something and then we're going to show you that thing. Yeah. And then we're going to explain something and then show you that thing. Yeah. Whereas I really, really wish there was a little bit more of like mysticism and a little more like, having to because this was a movie where i personally i just didn't have to think because everything was being told to me and it was being told to me and like like you said a two an almost two and a half hour runtime which is far too long for something like this and i'm i love long movies yeah but when you just pick and choose stuff to just kind of throw in it just it starts getting to a point where it's like are you really trusting your audience to understand what's happening or do you like or can you, you know, can you trust them? Yeah. Devin, you, you, do you concur? You're shaking your head over there. I see. You. I do. I do. <laughs> I guess, I guess my biggest issue is that it's kind of like five different movies in one. Mm. It's a war movie. It's a romance movie, a, a drug epic. You got some, some robbery heist, heist stuff in there. Yeah. And it just, it isn't, none of those like rise above the rest. They're just all kind of decent, but not great. Mm -hmm. None of those stories were very memorable. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I feel like you can easily compare this to Forrest Gump because I mean, it is kind of, I mean, not completely similar, but in certain ways, but it's like, I wonder what worked with Forrest Gump. Cause obviously in everything in that movie, everything was explained to you like through and through. But for some reason, this movie was, it just wasn't that. I mean, I, I wasn't. Think at, I think at the time, no one had seen anything like Forrest Gump. That's part of the reason why Yeah, it was so. And I think, I think one thing with Forrest Gump, especially like, because Forrest Gump's not based off like a true person. And it was so, there was so much nostalgia built into it that people could kind of overlook and be like, oh, like. I'm I'm not going to care if this is going too long and they're explaining this because he's drinking Dr. Pepper in the White House and says he has to go pee and stuff like that. Yeah. Like th- I think there was a, like a little bit of a comedic undertone throughout the entire movie where this film I think was really trying to take itself like super seriously. S- yeah, very serious that just didn't it, it was it was the right choice because I feel like a comedic tone for this movie wouldn't have worked, but at the same time it just I think that's one of the things that kind of held it back. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think the Russo Brothers, I mean, besides, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, I think the other movie, I, I don't know if they produced it or if they directed it. It was that 21 Bridges with Chad Chav- They Yeah, they produced they that. Produced the movie it. they did right before they started doing the MCU was You, Me, and Dupree. And then I think they did Community. That's right. And then they did... Uh, 
Then they did the MCU and yeah, that trajectory. I think they did um Rested Development to some of Yeah, they did they did a few rest, arrested developments. Yeah. It was kind of like I mean Robert Downey Jr. he was in what was it Shaggy Dog like right before mm-hmm. Iron Man 1. So it's like it's just crazy how you can kind of just flip a switch and it's like okay, well, I want to start doing this now. But yeah, I, I don't know what it was about this film. It was it, it, it was a mixed bag for me. Um I probably wouldn't sit through it ever again to be completely honest mm-hmm. but it was um it, it was like it like i said it had its nice parts i mean i wish we could go more into spoilers but you know we gotta keep it pg here but was there yeah. any other points you guys wanted to kind of bring up um you know i probably i probably wouldn't sit through the thing as a whole i definitely would sit through parts of it and watch it just like i said i i personally think tom holland was yeah very very good like it very good and i feel like with a better movie he would be getting like awards type of conversation like talks about but i just feel like the movie and here's here's how i summarized it when i first saw it is i feel like the russo brothers like since making their first movie have been taking little pieces of different like styles of directing or directing directing <laughs> and then just threw them all together because there's so much different stuff it seems like they just pulled out of a bag and said okay this is the kind of movie we're going to make this is the camera angle we're going to use this is the um like this is how the scene's going to play out mm. it just felt like it felt like such an experimental piece for them to where it just like they tried to make a story that should have been like should have been like a small indie hour and a half to hour 45 mm. long movie. And they tried to make that into like an MCU type of epic. And I think once they, once they start getting away from that, I see like some real potential for them to start doing some really good things. Cause there were, there were some moments in this where I was like, wow, this is very good. And it's very good for like, like not just good for like the Russos, but it's very good mm. overall. Yeah. And then it would just go right back to being a large scale epic type of film. And that's just not what this movie needed. Yeah. It kind of like built up and then, I mean, obviously like it fizzled out, but I, I do <laughs> agree. It's, I, I, I really do like, you know, you, I think Jacob touched on it earlier when uh, he was saying that, you know, Tom Holland is trying to break out of that. You know, he doesn't want to just be known for the MCU. You know, he was in Spies in Disguise. He was in Devil All the Time. Uh, he's going to be the Uncharted, uh, the Uncharted movie. I, I don't know how that's honestly. Chaos made. Walking. Chaos oh, Walking. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, that comes out soon. Girl, 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 girl. <laughs> that yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm going to watch that because it's, it's Daisy Ridley and and Tom Holland, obviously. So I mean, that that's the main reason why I want to be watching it. But um, yeah, I, I really do like how he's he's experimenting. You know, it's it's not just oh well, you know, I'm just gonna be playing another superhero role. Like I'm just gonna be doing Spider Man for like the rest of my life. I really like how um, e- even with uh, Chris um, Chris Evans, you know, he kind of I mean, even though his time with Captain America is like technically done, like, is it? I don't know, dude. <laughs> That's another whole can of worms. <laughs> but. Um, you know, he's, you know, he was in Knives Out and I don't, oh, he was also in uh, Defending Jacob. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think that's also on Apple TV. I haven't watched that yet, but I thought that was a uh, pretty, uh, it seemed kind of interesting, but yeah, it's, it's just really nice to see 
like just Disney actors like Marvel or Star Wars kind of break out and do other things because like I mean like that's not going to be your whole life. I mean that might be what people remember you for more more so than not. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, then this movie was all right. I I, I don't know. I, I did like. I don't know if you guys noticed the names of the different banks he was in. I thought those were nice little. Humorous spring. Oh yeah, yeah. So Devin and I are both from Cleveland, Ohio. So or I, I used to live in Shaker actually when I was a kid. So there was a Well not, not even that, but just like they had silly names, like nonsensical. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. It I was mean, like it was like Shitty Bank was one of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I saw that. What did you guys which, think? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, which that's like that's something that I feel like could have been if they would have like really dove into that. I think that could have been something cool because like they do have Tom Holland as kind of the narrator of the whole thing. It would have been cool to see like this this whole movie was playing out in his eyes, like how he saw stuff. So like when he went into shitty bank, like he was like, okay, this is a shitty bank, and I'm going to like I'm going to rob it easily, you know. And so it would have been cool to see something like see that kind of difference in like what Tom Holland was seeing versus what was like actually happening. I yeah. think it would have been a cool, um, cool way for them to go. Or, or I, they, I, they even could have used that as a way to like kind of sh- kind of show you what's, what's real or not. They could have mm-hmm. been like, Oh, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe those parts weren't real. Maybe he was just yeah. tripped out and couldn't yeah. even know where he was. No, I agree. Yeah. Cause some of, some of those bank robberies, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they like, always seem too easy. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, uh, okay. It made me even... think like, okay, what is going to happen if I really like try to go rob a bank? Like it was inspiring. I think we should try it out. <laughs> I was like, my God, someone, someone's going to try it out because I mean, you even, you even see it in the, uh, in the trailer where he has like the dollar bell and he like flips it around. And he's like, I have a gun. And it's like, yeah. Well, not- <laughs> well uh, it's funny. Cause like the, even at the very beginning, he's like, they all know what I look like. They've seen my face. There's yeah. no point in covering my face. It's like, okay, so they are they just not like on the run for you? Like, are they just not I guess for not. you? <laughs> maybe, maybe he was making all of it up. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's kind of like the Joker, you know, like was the Joker in the asylum the entire time walking Phoenix? We don't know. He's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Which, and see, like, that's another thing to where I feel like, like, I feel like they watched the Joker and was like, oh, this is something we should do. Or like they watched... <laughs> You know, they watch different things and yeah. they're like, this is what we should do. But they never fully expanded on one, like, true thing to do. Yeah. And it just, like, all just clashed into each other. <laughs> yeah. They kind of just took aspects and kind of just like, oh, we can kind of use this idea for this. But they didn't. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. Sure. I, it would have been cool. Like, in, in my eyes, it would have been cool had, like, come to the end of the movie. He was like in the police thing and they just kind of showed him they were like like this like almost like the uh the wolf of wall street scene yeah. where he's on the quaaludes and he thinks he drives home like perfectly <laughs> and he really like crashes into every single thing on the way home like it would have been cool to be like no like you fell apart at every single moment that was amazing and, yeah <laughs> and so like i think that would have been something cool that if they were really would have dove into one thing yeah i think that would have made it a little bit better too yeah, it, I mean, it, it was kind of, I mean, the whole drug addict part, I mean, I, like, I, I really think that uh, Sierra Bravo, you know, her playing that role, uh, you know, when they get into other things, it's like, it was kind of like, 
it, it was like a realistic relationship. It wasn't like a fairy tale relationship that they had either. And that's what I really enjoyed about it. It wasn't just this all, oh, you know, like, I love you, I love blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Like, kind of like a Disney fairy tale type thing. It, it was, I mean, it was real. You know, they had issues. They went through trials, tribulations, all that stuff. So it was, it was that, that, that part, the relationship part is probably what I um, enjoyed the most. But yeah, I mean, is it, is it bad that I just now remembered the ending? <laughs> I forgot about it all the way up until this point. I was like, oh, that's that's how it ended. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of, the ending, <laughs> speaking of the ending, like, I really want to point out that this is probably one of the best scores I've heard, like, of last year or this year. Like, the music in this film was just so good. I went back and rewatched, like, parts of the ending just to listen to it. Really? Is it just, is that, like, well, just, like, the music in general. It was very, like... It was kind it was, of... Yeah, I I really enjoyed that part of it, and that's that's the thing. That's another thing that disappointed me so much is like, there's so many technical aspects. There's so many like when they do the uh, I thought the um, the army like recruitment scene kind mm. of um, when they like change the aspect ratio and like really alter. I thought that would have been something that would have been really cool to see like in a theater, and I think like it would have been really cool to hear this movie in a theater, but it's just so much of it didn't come together when it should have um, that it just, yeah, it kept falling apart, yeah. but uh, just disappointing. <laughs> that's, that's just the biggest thing I keep going back to. Would you guys have enjoyed this film more if you would have saw it in theaters? I can say that for any movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, any movie. <laughs> I think I, I really think this, wasn't an apple tv kind of film i think like i think it would have been much more enjoyable in a theater because it's the russo brothers Mm. and because it's you know for better or worse they did make it such an epic it would have been cool like a lot of the um a lot of the scenes in uh like in Iraq or Saudi Arabia or wherever they were, yeah. a lot of the scenes like in war would have been really cool. Cause I mean, like, that's another thing. The cinematography was just like gorgeous. Like the shot, some of the shots like on location were very good mm. and it would have been really cool to see those like on a big screen. And I feel like some of those aspect ratio changes and some of the music and stuff like that would have worked so much better on a big screen. And also, I feel like in a big screen, you're not as worried about the two and a half hour runtime as you are like singing at your home when you've got like seven other things you can do. <laughs> yeah, that um, is true. I mean, you can be distracted by your phone, you know, if you're cooking dinner, all this other stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I don't think seeing this in a theater would have made it like a masterpiece or like even good. But I think I definitely think seeing it in a theater would have allowed some of those moments to shine a little more. Like some of those where I was like, okay, that just didn't work. It would have allowed those to be like, okay, that, and now I see how this works, or I see like what they were going for. Mm. Okay, yeah, that that that's that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I'm I, I'm missing the theaters a little bit when it comes to certain mm-hmm. movies for sure. But I think a movie like this definitely. I mean. I agree that, yeah, w- watching it in the theater would have enhanced the experience. But, like, I mean, I'm, like, really glad that I Oh, didn't. yeah. I'm really, it's like, not making it good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really glad I didn't see, like, Wonder Woman 1984 in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, really, really happy <laughs> that I yeah. did. And I think that's the one big uh, big side when it comes to streaming. But that's 
I mean, for smaller movies, like, I don't know, like Tom and Jerry, I'm not sure if anyone here is planning on watching it, but there's no way I'll watch that. I couldn't watch oh, that in I'm watching I mean, it. I'm, I'm going to watch it, but I don't know oh, if I, I watch it in theaters. I think it's going to be good. I, I, I'm excited for it, for sure. Like, I, I really, really am. This Just because it's... I don't know. We haven't really had like 2D animation and like, you know, the real world kind of clash together in a while. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's been a while for sure. But um, yeah. Any other uh, final thoughts before we uh, wrap up here? Well, cool. I'm just wrecking. I'm just realizing that uh, <laughs> James Gandolfini's son was in this apparently. Oh, Michael really? Gandolfini. He played cousin Joe. His oh. one friend. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, the, the other, I mean, bes- besides, Sierra and Tom Holland. It's like I didn't really care for too much of the other characters. I mean, like they were there, but they didn't really like wow me. Like this help. Yeah, no, like this definitely was Tom Holland's movie. And like we definitely recommend if you haven't seen it when it does come out, definitely give it a uh, give it a watch. Uh, I feel like you can kind of like watch this with your family for sure. I, I don't. I mean, if you want to watch it with your friends, that's cool too. But uh, we're watching. Yeah, I, would, I would recommend <laughs> watching this with your family, though. I don't think this is. Like- <laughs> Very kid-friendly movie. Um, well, maybe your parents, not they're, your they're little gonna learn, brother. They're gonna learn how bad drugs are. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is their dare video. It's just two and a yeah. half hours long. <laughs> this is what drugs can do to you, kids. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so that pretty much uh, closes out here. Uh, before we do uh, officially close out, uh, I guess we'll just give scores, um, our initial thoughts. So let uh, Devin go first. What would you give Cherry out of a hundred? I'm going to give Cherry a 60 out of 100. Not, I don't think it was a bad movie, but it just mm. didn't live up to what it could have been. Okay. What about you, Jacob? Um, so I usually do my rating out of letters. I okay. think I gave this a... I want to say I gave it a D plus. So out of 100, I'd say it's probably, yeah, right around 65 to... 68 ish 69 i'll go 69 Hell yeah. <laughs> so what would you i uh, give it uh give it on letterbox oh wait no we can't yeah never yeah. <laughs> that's right i made that mistake by the way <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like okay yeah didn't even realize that i was think like, oh. i think on letterbox i gave it uh two maybe two maybe two and a half i might bump it up to two and a half but i think two right now okay yeah, I was I was actually gonna go like a fifty five for this. Um, <laughs> so we're all in the same range. Yeah, yeah. Usually I I give movies the benefit of the doubt just because, but I mean, yeah, this one was just it was just a mixed bag. Like I said, um, it, it it was it was it's definitely worth at least watching once, it, if anything, but for like Tom Holland's performance and mm-hmm. Sierra's performance as well. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll just close out here. Uh, Jacob, let everyone know where they can find you what pieces you're writing because you write way more than me and I need to up, up my game myself, but let the listeners know uh, what's coming up on your docket. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you can find me on Twitter at tberry 57. Um, you know, we're right in the thick of award season. So I'm writing a lot of award season pieces, uh, golden globe. I've got a few coming out this week. Um, and then of course, Oscars are coming up. Nominations are in like three weeks, three ish weeks, I think. Um, and so I've just been doing a lot of award season type of stuff and, uh, yeah, you can find all that on the, on music city drive Awesome. Devin, you want to put your flags in? 
You're the plug. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much concludes. Uh, Jacob, thank you very much for coming on. You know, de- we definitely got to get more of the uh, the Music City Driving crew here. We we, we still got to do our, our Lord of the Rings. I'm I'm one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, we do. Like I'm, I just want to do like a, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can do like a four hour podcast. You know. <laughs> And, like, people can just watch it or listen to it and, you know, breaks in episodes, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm just being a little salty right now. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Anyway. That's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And make sure to check out the other shows over on MusicCityDriving.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin, Jacob, and my name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.